Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Los Angeles-based jazz keyboardist and composer Kate Dutton on the 2023 album Keyboards. This album features a new trio with drummer Jake Reed and bassist Sean Hurley on a set fusing vintage grooves and sophisticated songwriting. As the straight-to-the-point title suggests, the album celebrates the palette of colors and moods that Kate can conjure from an array of classic axes, basking grooves and soulful vibes that are as stunningly vintage as the keyboards themselves. We cover this new project, an upcoming tour, and the future, along with a little bit more. Enjoy this interview. Good morning. Hey, what's going on? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, nice to catch up with you again. How's life? Oh, things are busy, busy, but it is all good. I like it. I So I got to tell you, you know, I know we're supposed to kind of keep ourselves separate here as as a journalist, but I love <laughs> the album. I listened to it like my son and I drove around and wow. couldn't get it out of the CD chamber. So it's wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate that. So it really does feel like on this project, you kind of like there was all there was this big murmuring during COVID where... <laughs> People were going to have time to be at home. It was going to get the creative juices flowing. It was going to be able to tap into things that maybe were forgotten. The uh-huh. ultimate melding of conscious and subconscious, that whole thing. Seems as though a lot of things that were speculated came out in this album for you. Do you feel like there was there was aspects of that that were a part of that? Um, well, I mean, to be honest, this music all kind of came to fruition last year. So post COVID. Um, but perhaps there was a buildup of creative energy, you know, <laughs> ready to, to set, to let loose. Um, I mean, during COVID, what I ended up doing was writing these little etudes for piano, which is actually very unusual for me to write in that way. And that was very freeing and very different. And I feel like that's kind of what people were doing, just trying something that's sort of out of left field. But, you know, I wasn't able to get together with my bandmates and I wasn't feeling especially inspired to write music for a band because without having an outlet to play or something to look forward to, it's, I don't know, you can kind of lose your momentum. But um, so yeah, maybe after things opened up, I was like, all right, let's go. And I just had all the music ready. Mm -hmm. So in your words, you know, for people that follow you and have listened to you throughout the years, how would you describe this album as different? What's, how does this stand out? Yeah, this is a pretty different project um i mean certainly the the focus on vintage instruments is new for me and the focus on keyboards which is literally why i called it keyboards because it's that's a you know magical world but i think you know i I wanted to kind of reintroduce myself as really this multi-keyboardist instead of just the acoustic piano i had started adding colors back on my trio k2 album but it still felt like they were kind of extra like you know, it wasn't the focus, but now I feel like I just love all these sounds and I wanted it to be more, you know, equal parts, acoustic piano, Rhodes, uh, organ, like everything kind of has, its is equal. Um, but also I just love the music from the seventies. I mean, I think that's my favorite era of music and especially like the jazz funk instrumental stuff, like the band stuff, <laughs> you know, with, um, Richard T, that's a huge influence for me. And I just love that sound. And I started messing around with that kind of stuff, you know, the groovy kind of rhythmic stuff. Yeah. Um, So I just wanted to go all in on an album for that. So have you played any of this live? Have you been playing live lately? Well, so we're about to kick off a bunch of live shows, actually starting next Friday. And um, we did a, a bit of playing 
so yeah, we, I think the first, gosh, I can't remember now what month it was, but we did do our first live show of this music. And then we did a couple others and then we kind of took a break and now we're going to kick off a bunch of shows heading all the way into the Monterey jazz fest. So right on. Yeah. How does, how does the crowd feel? Does it feel different? Um, I don't know if I can really tell that yet. I mean, I feel like I've seen some of the, you know, some fans that I've seen, but I mean, certainly we are getting new people. Yeah. They're not just like the same kind of group of fans. It's definitely a a bigger audience, new audience. So that's exciting. So, you know, the one thing that was also talked about during COVID was that, you know, musicians were going to pick up production skills. There was going to be all these things that were going to be revelatory and things that were going to hopefully make the community stronger from your perspective now as you reemerge and everybody else does what do you see the community do you see the community stronger what how do you see it different now in this post covid world um i feel like i'm seeing it different because in a way i'm seeing it less and i you know i am actually actively trying to get out more i mean i feel like pre covid we were all going out. I mean, okay, I can only speak for myself, right? But I was certainly going out more often just for fun, to support my friends, to check out a new show. And now I, I have, well, granted, I do have a two-year-old now, so it's a very different lifestyle. But yeah. I have to be more judicious about what I'm doing, what gigs I take, what gigs I go to. You know, there's just so many logistics now for going out, whereas before it was kind of freewheeling. Uh, but I do, I do absolutely think that a lot of people made the pivot to the home production, their logic skills, their pro tool skills, final cut, everybody kind of jumped on board mm-hmm. and um, whether, you know, they're continuing to do that now, not everybody maybe continued. Yeah. Um, certainly Jake and I really went all in on that. And now we're doing a lot of that still. So that's been a big change. Absolutely. So, what are you ultimately hoping the listener gets from this album? I know what I got, but what are you hoping they get? Oh, just joy. Fun. I just, this album is supposed to be fun. Like it's not supposed to be heady, you know, complex intellectual stuff. This is supposed to be fun. Like, let's just, let's get down. Let's groove. Let's relax. You know, let's party. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. It's a celebration. So yeah. I want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I I tend to listen to it best when I'm in the car. So driving yeah, love- and watching the world go by is good. I love that. That's so, great. The Kansas City got baptized in the, the new Kate album. So <laughs> you know the the thing about when when you speak to journalists about a new project, you've already moved on to the next thing, <laughs> right? Is that always the truth? Yeah. Well, um, I can't say I fully moved on. I mean, yeah. the thing is. You know, now we're right in the middle of promoting this. You know, the the radio campaign has just started. We're just starting our run of shows. So there's a lot of focus still on this album. But what I'm most excited about is having all these shows together as a band, which we're actually performing as a quartet live, even though the the record is a trio. Um, I'm very excited for us to get really tight to introduce a couple of new songs as we go. And then hopefully by the end of the year, we're recording another album as a, you know, a four piece. Yeah. Um, but so I absolutely have been writing new music for that. Cause I can't help myself. I'm just always writing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm always threatening 
a Christmas album. It's never happened, but maybe one year I'll finally get that together. I don't know. So there's always stuff I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me ask you this, you know, based on loving the seventies and the sound that went into yeah. this, if you could go back and catch a band live from that era and see it happen firsthand, what where are you going? What are you going to see? I mean, I definitely would like to see Richard T in action. Um, so that would be the band stuff. But, you know, I love that whole era of Herbie, like Thrust. Um, I mean, that would be amazing to see the interaction of those groups. I mean, it just, wow. I just love how it just slowly propels itself forward. You know, the songs are, just, the whole thing is just a groove that just grows. Yeah. And to witness that live would be incredible. But I mean, also, you know, just singing some of the singer songwriters and, I mean, that would be amazing too. Yeah. It <laughs> would be amazing. I mean, God, that era it was so good. <laughs> oh, it was. It yeah. certainly was. So I know this is all on all the streaming platforms. I have it on, you know, Apple and, and it's yeah. out there everywhere. But if somebody really wants to support you and pick it up or come see you live as you kick off this tour, where do they go to find all this out? So I have everything on my website. Um, I do have, you know, a calendar. Uh, you know, we're playing a lot of LA shows to start at the famous baked potato club. We have a little residency. Um, we're going to go to Palm Springs. Uh, let's see where else, uh, Ventura, Gizmo beach, Oakland, like a bunch of California stuff. Um, that's another goal of mine is to start pushing us further out of state and hopefully Kansas city's on our list. So, you know, Liberty's not too far. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's, you know, definitely, again, it's just, uh, Having a small child in the mix does complicate things, but it is on the radar. Um, but in terms of support, yeah, I mean, there are so many ways you can buy this music. But, you know, I have a special thing on my website where you can actually get a signed copy of the CD or the vinyl. And that um, that's kind of just a special offering there that you can't get. Because I, I started um, selling merch through bandware so they're handling all of my inventory except for the sign stuff which is very special very personal so that's that's the place to go if you really want the special touch <laughs> right on well again kate i love this album i'm so glad that i got to catch back up with you it's been quite a while i think our first interview is way before we thought the world was going to come to an end oh yes i know it has been many years but i'm very glad that we connected again absolutely thank you thank you best of luck with the album and the tour that's coming up i really appreciate it thanks for listening and tuning into another neon jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in los angeles kansas city and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz thanks to kate for her time energy and cool if you want to hear more interviews you can find us on spotify and apple podcasts subscribe to us at youtube and for everything neon jazz go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com until next time enjoy the jazz my friends Neon Jazz.